Hi, and welcome to the Mind Balance Cafe podcast. My name's Morella. I'm a social worker and therapist and writer of the Mind Balance Cafe blog. On this podcast, I discuss mental health, personal development, and relationships. I hope you enjoy this episode. Comparing our suffering. I've been thinking a lot lately about whether comparing our suffering to the suffering of others is helpful or not. Sometimes I think how much worse things could be in order to gain perspective on the situation and as a prompt for gratitude, but I never want to invalidate anyone else's experiences or feelings, including my own. As fate would have it, my friend sent me a podcast episode of Brene Brown the other day talking about this very thing. She pointed out that another person's suffering being, quote, greater than ours does not make our frustrations and disappointments any less real. In fact, comparing our suffering to that of others can leave us feeling guilty and ashamed, which makes our suffering much worse than it needs to be. So we need to show ourselves empathy and compassion when we are hurting, but we can also benefit from gaining perspective. For example, as I wrote this, Italians had been in lockdown in their homes for weeks and the country had lost thousands of people to the coronavirus. Many people around the world have lost their jobs and people are struggling with financial insecurity. If you're comparing your suffering to theirs, it would be easy to feel guilty for complaining about being bored and lonely while social distancing, or tired and frustrated with with being cooped up at home with your children. But your feelings don't go away just because you think they should. Beating yourself up or trying to jolly yourself out of your feelings because some people have it worse doesn't help the people who have it worse either. When we tell ourselves that we don't deserve to feel the way that we feel, we may suppress our feelings. This then comes out in other, less healthy ways, such as addiction, physical symptoms, and being grumpy with others. It can also make us less able to be empathetic towards others who are reacting emotionally to the situation. We tend to give off a vibe of, toughen up, because that's the message we're giving to ourselves. So what should we do instead? Brene Brown argues that when we show ourselves empathy, we're more able to show others empathy too. And since empathy is an unlimited resource, we don't have to choose who we give it to. There's plenty to go around. So give yourself permission to be disappointed that your event was cancelled, that you miss your friends or that you can't go on holidays. Giving yourself empathy does not mean wallowing and it doesn't mean you can't be proactive or try to help yourself feel as good as, as, good as possible. Feelings exist to tell us what we need and if you ignore your feelings, you won't be able to meet those needs. Do you need to leave the cleaning for now and have a nap? Do you need to ask someone for support? Or do you just need some time to process everything going on? Treat yourself the way you would treat a good friend who is struggling. It's totally okay and normal not to be 100% okay sometimes. Instead of judging your feelings because other people are suffering more, use these situations to trigger gratitude for your own situation. This doesn't mean denying your feelings or pretending your situation is perfect, but it does mean appreciating what we often take for granted. Six months ago, most people didn't think much about being able to meet a friend for a coffee and give them a hug, but now that probably sounds amazing to lots of you. Have you ever looked back and realised how good something was? At the time, it might have seemed pretty normal. Unfortunately, we get used to all the small pleasures in our lives and stop seeing them. Our brains tend to focus on what's going wrong because that's what it perceives as a potential threat or problem to be solved. Thinking about how much worse things could be can make us appreciate the things that are going well right now. 
Poet Ross Gay wrote a book called The Book of Delights, in which he writes an essay every day for a year about the things he finds that bring him joy or fascinate him. He writes about things that are beautiful, funny and interesting. He says this is about training the muscle of looking for good in the world. I keep a gratitude journal on my phone and I love the practice of looking back on my day and finding something good. It makes me keep an eye out during the day as well for the special moments hidden within the normality. It's also nice to look back on when you're feeling down and remember all the good things that have happened in the last week. This week, I've felt grateful for the internet, which allows me to connect with my family and friends all over the world, our garden, and my partner, who gives great hugs. As the title of this blog suggests, I'm constantly in search of balance in my life and in my mind. I think that we tend to swing between these two concepts sometimes losing perspective on all the good things we have going on and sometimes comparing our suffering and being dismissive and judgmental of our feelings. Can we be grateful for what we have while also showing ourselves empathy for what we're struggling with? My hope is that we'll be able to hold both empathy and gratitude in our minds as we go through this strange time and to be kind to ourselves when we're not. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to receive new episodes as they arrive or head over to mindbalancecafe.com for more information. Until next time, take care.